season seven, episode 49, where we watch 60 Days In, season seven, episode one. And my friend stabbed me 12 times and I barely survived. And here I am. I'm Chris Lorenz. Why are you being a bitch? This is Brian. <laughs> you be Kobe and I be Shaq. This is Noah Singer. I have a headache. Uh, this is Six Max In. Uh, well, this is your first time listening. <laughs> Those are all quotes from the show that we watched this week. But last week we watched, what did we watch? We watched Zombieverse on Netflix. And we gave it a, you guys had a, ugh, we had a poll on Twitter. You guys gave it a middle third show. Uh, so you agree with some of us and didn't agree with some of us. But Noah, what do we watch this week? Attempting to eliminate rival gangs, drugs, and corruption at their facilities, chief jailers are enlisting members of the public to help. Building on the tremendous success of previous undercover operations in Clark County, Indiana, and Atlanta, 60 Days In continues in... Um, this description is not accurate this season. Uh, they recruit people that are former uh, inmates to come and help root out the issues in their jail. Filmed around the clock, Amy's Network's hour-long docu-series provides a warts-in-all-view-of-life-behind-bars as the volunteers adapt to unfamiliar and terrifying surroundings. That is 60 Days In on A&E Network. Uh, Wow. Slight tangent before we get into this is our co-host Brian has pointed out in the chat is we did not watch Zombieverse last week. We watched Fight to Survive. And we had a tie on our poll on Twitter uh, between top, middle, and bottom third. And the reason I screwed that up was because our poll is still live. <laughs> so I was just looking at the notifications. So it's all right. I mean, it was on the CW. You know, you can't remember stuff on the CW. <laughs> it's This is more of an X issue. You know, the excrement wasn't over, so I had to I screw up. Mm, uh, X got you. Makes sense. <laughs> X, X is going to give it to me. Um, yeah. So this show, sixty days in, is is pretty interesting. Uh, it kind oh, of yeah. flirt. It kind of flirts the line between documentary and reality show. But it seems like the producers have devised this whole thing that they're going to put seven people into jail, six or seven people into the jail, and they're going to give like a review, like things they can approve upon in mm-hmm. the jail and we're going to watch them go through this process. Um, and the show scene, it's like really intense. They're really trying to push a narrative that jail is an intense place to be. And it is the last place on earth you want to be. I am convinced after watching the show, I, I, I am very convinced. I, I'm not. I'm not convinced that no. this is how their their situations <laughs> really rolled, but it looked. This show makes it look really rough. Like it looks they, they terrible. Are, they are this pushing. They are pushing that narrative. For sure. This show is the opposite of Orange Is the New Black. That show made jail <laughs> look so fucking cool. I would have loved to go to jail. Yeah, now to, uh, women's jail sounds awful. Oh yeah. Yes. yeah. Um so it's this season I think as a you know as we are in 2023 is like set in the covid times and I, I definitely did not appreciate 
being thrown back into COVID times. Mm. Years mm. of television just going to be thrown away because nobody wants to watch it. <laughs> Maybe, you know, the next generation will want to watch it because it'll be like interesting to them to see how everything worked mm. out. Um, I mean, it's like uh, watching Titanic, right? Probably don't want to watch the movie in like 1920. But <laughs> well, you don't want to watch that movie <laughs> if you were on the boat ever. Right. So, you know, so, so things get better. Maybe with time. you do. Maybe you do. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. uh, actually, I wanted to mention that I tried to watch. We watched season seven, episode one uh, mm. last in the description last week. You said we were going to do season eight. We didn't do season mm-hmm. eight because mm. it wasn't available on Hulu or any streaming service. You would have had to have some sort of cable login. But mm. even – so it's on Hulu. But even with a cable login, Season 7, Episode 1 was not available, at least on Comcast. They wanted to be a charge for it. They wanted me to pay for Season 7, Episode 1, Damn. which was really weird because the rest of the season was free. I, mm. I don't know what the business model is there. I just found this on AETV.com. Okay, so. Interesting. Yeah, I, I watched it on Hulu, but uh, it's actually really annoying. So I have Hulu. Like, if I pay for a year and get Disney, I'm not allowed to get Hulu with no ads. Like, they won't allow me to upgrade. So I have to get Hulu with ads, which is, like, really losing money for them. I believe there is a way to get the bundle without ads, but I don't know if you can prepay for the year. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, you get like basically a free month, and so I got a message your support team. So assuming if I message, I'm like, "Yo, I want to give you money." They'll be like, "Sure, let's figure that I, out." I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a hot take on this one. I think ads might have made the show better because it's like not as intense. Like you get that break mm-hmm. from the intensity. Interesting. Like wow. it was pretty I intense. Think- like halfway through this show, episode, I really just kind of wanted to take a break because it's like it's pretty, pretty serious. Like clearly I could do that with a pause, but like, you know, that, that's what I got. This is a like Chris Lorenz first ads may have made that show better. I'm going to like, <laughs> this is going to go down you're gonna, and you're going to take that. You're going to have to clip it. I know uh, this is clipped. This is recorded. <laughs> yeah. So the show starts off with our boy Reginald. He is the first black sheriff and McDonough, Georgia and he came into this prison he like now runs a prison it's like it seems like it's a real bad prison like it's probably the top state level prison so it's got aggravated assault murder uh you know people who murder people I don't know what they're murderers Uh, generally yeah that's what they're called (laughs) yeah it's kind of late here for me (laughs) it's uh, all right Wrong. Yeah, uh, Sheriff Reginald B. Scandrit. Very, very strong name. Reggie B. Yeah, and we find out that Reginald and our boy Shaq were hanging out. Crazy. And is Crazy. Shaq wanted to be mayor? Is this real? Does anyone believe this? So I believe that Shaq wants to be mayor. Um, but what is Shaq doing in another reality show? Unclear. <laughs> uh, but he was that's, that's just like B-roll footage of this guy. It's not like it, it's it wasn't like hey Shaq signed up to be on this show. Not what as, if, I mean, he did sign off on it, right? He had to sign off on being on the show. 
Are you going to turn down a paycheck like that? That's easy money. <laughs> I doubt you get paid for that. Yeah, you think Shaq I, got paid? Yeah, I think he got paid. I think you're, like, for like something like, like this, if, you're going to want to get paid. If Shaq is trying to become a mayor, why would he not sign off on Shaq like saying he's trying to be mayor in a reality show? That wouldn't make any sense. You wouldn't take any money for that. You're like, it's free publicity. Well, what if so, the, uh, the, so this is actually pretty neat. I'm on the Henry County um, web, website. So this place takes place in Henry County. Shaquille O'Neal is still the director of community relations. You can email Shaq directly or call him. They have his number. Uh, I guess his office phone on his website. And you can call him. Should we so, call him? Wait. <laughs> no. So Shaq is what now? He's the director of community relations for Henry County. Like that's why he's in the show. Um, okay. So he's not the mayor. No, no. Okay. Direct director of community relations. Now, why is he the director of community relations for Henry County? Um, that I don't know. Uh, it doesn't really matter. To be honest with you, uh, I'm, I'm gonna go try to find out. Maybe he's from <laughs> he's from here. I don't know. No, he's born in New Jersey. All right, so all of the people going into prison in this season are ex-convicts. So we get to meet two of the people that go into prison. So they are, you know, since this is COVID times, they have to quarantine as they go into prison. So we've got Carlos. He has been in jail. He was in jail previously for three and a half years for possession of a deadly weapon or possession of a weapon. Um. He was the, obviously the first one we get to see go in. His real job is he drives a truck and he's been married for 16 years. He's got three children and he was stabbed 12 times. Why was he stabbed 12 times? Because he left the gang or something. Correct. Is that, is that that right? It yeah. went by pretty quick. Um, so all his like gang buddies stabbed him 12 times, which that's pretty impressive to survive, yeah. you know, because he was stabbed in like he's like he had a big gash in his head and like on his abdomen yeah. and his stomach. Like, I'll say being stabbed once, pretty impressive to get out pretty clean. <laughs> <laughs> well, I assume like because you know if you get shot in the stomach, it's like a very slow, painful way to die. Yeah. So I no, I've never been shot in the stomach. I do not I've know never been shot about gunshot wounds. You didn't know that? Well, now you know. If you shoot, no. if you get shot in the stomach, it's a painful slow death but yeah, yeah. considering it's slow it's easier to like save you because hmm. Hmm. Uh, hmm. so that's why i assume when you get stabbed in the stomach like you, you might have like it's not hitting any like really vital organs like, like hmm. your heart or your lungs or your brain hmm. you know things that will really make you not be alive hmm. so i don't know what do i know uh, so we go into this cell and it's two people in a cell for mm. 23 hours and they let them out for one hour. And this is really hard to watch. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Cause it's like, it's very hard. It's just watching Carlos go insane. Like, yeah. <laughs> like he's, like they're so excited to do this program because like I read online 
their their guesstimate is they get three thousand dollars an episode. So if they make ten episodes, that's thirty thousand dollars, which is mm. a lot for an ex convict. Uh, you know, yeah. or I think this episode, the season might even be twelve episodes. So they might make a lot of money. You know, being on the show, which is I assume most of the motivation, especially for well, the they're last making. Year. I mean, the intent to make five hundred bucks a day, right? Like that's kind of what they're going for. Yeah. So especially the last guy we'll have to talk about like what his motivations are, but like there's, they're they're like not pumped to do this, but they are kind of, they have to play up pumped to do this really to like, you know, in their confessionals and to a boy, Reginald, you know, are you ready for this? And no one's going to be ready for this because 23 hours in one cell, like, for the guy side seemed okay. Just really boring. Like you're just hanging out (laughs) with this guy that you don't know for so long with nothing to do. Um, Like at least give him a book or something, give him the Bible, you know, how is there not like 14 Bibles in every room there? Yeah. Some form of entertainment. So this is is cruel and unusual punishment. It's insane. Yeah. Um, I mean, Lynn that, also had a pack of cards at um, in her cell. We'll get to her in a second, but like sometimes they might have some entertainment. They just didn't show it. Yeah, they just showed this guy working out. He just did exercises every once in a while. And who knows what day he actually snapped? I think it might have been more than one day because we see him kind of sleeping. But yeah, I mean, you kind of just don't get out of bed in this situation. Yeah. Like it's easy to look at this right now. And be like, yeah, they could have done something differently, but in the height of COVID with a lot of uncertainty, this is the right decision to make, right? Like you didn't know how infectious it was, how often people were dying. Like you can't no, look I'm at not, it. I'm not, I'm not saying that they shouldn't be in their cell for 23 hours and a day or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and who knows? Maybe they were offered a book. I don't, I don't know. I'm just, you know. Right. They, it just seem like we're watching these people go insane, like literally. So, no, they really are. So, like, uh, and we know solitary confinement is not just, you know, quarantine for coronavirus. Like people get thrown into solitary all the time and like definitely read some stuff where you're like you just go insane. Like you've got like nothing to do and you're just yeah. by yourself. Like that's solitary. You're just by yourself. Like I think I'd go insane. Yeah, it'd be nuts. Um, so let's. So for Carlos, we've watched this guy go insane, and by the end of the episode, he he decides to do the like, uh, I need a break, or like I need to get out of here sign, which is like I have a headache, uh, and then like that's the end of his storyline for this episode. Is like he's trying to get out of there now. Whether that means he's going to be off the show or not, or they're going to put him back in. It seemed like the clips for the next time on made it seem like he went back in or like attempts to go back in at least. Definitely I watched a little bit of the next another... episode and he was oh. in. Oh. Oh. Whoa. Hmm. Brian. What about Spoilers. the woman, the white well, girl? Well, we'll talk. Well, let's talk about her right now. Because uh, unless there's something else you want to talk about with Carlos. No, take it away. Uh, so we got Lynn. She was in eight years for theft. Um, she's an ex-addict. She works in a warehouse. 
Um, and lit, like, I, I don't think I could come up like the way the show presents the scenario, which I'm not a hundred percent convinced, but they make it seem like no one shuts up at any hour of the day in this coronavirus quarantine zone. And I couldn't like, if you're talking about torture, it's like literally, it looks like literal torture. Yeah. It's it's pretty bad. No bueno. I guess. So when we started, she explained like what happens sometimes. And that's like, women are going to be like loud to like, try to be like the strong person there. And I think that that's what was happening. Well, like, the show made it seem like it was 24 seven that people were screaming. So like yeah. if somebody's screaming 24 well, seven, well, like, no, it's, not just, it's not just, no. it's not just like the, it's not just one person. They also spoke about it that like it was the crazies go to sleep during the day, but they're crazy at night. And so, yeah, but then is somebody screaming during other people screaming during the day then? They did show around 11 a.m., like noon, people were screaming also. But, you know, they made it seem like when you want to sleep, they're they're up. And when they're up, you want to sleep, you know. I mean, it only takes – it would only take a day for me to – like one night for me to then just sleep all day. Like, Oh, it's terrible. Like, but way, So that's it, what it I'm saying is like even if, if somebody's screaming all day, all night, like that's terrible. Okay, you're mm-hmm. going to probably start sleeping during the day with all the crazies. But like if yeah. somebody's screaming at night and then screaming during the day, like you're not getting any sleep. It's like, uh, but like, I, I wonder how they do food. Cause like you're inside here. They didn't show the lights ever going out. And so what is day? What is night really exactly. kicks in if it's purely just lit, right? It's just like food. When does food come? It's food. Okay. And like, if that one hour, where do they go? Right. But it's like, it, it's such you a get to see the hour and all. Yeah, no, it's I mean, terrible. It, it looked miserable. Like, I <laughs> this show I think is is like I think it's a good show, but it's like Schindler's List, where like you don't <laughs> want to watch it, but you know it's yeah. good. It's right? a like watch. It's, yeah, like like it's just like I oh, yep. I don't like. I feel like this would have been a lot better without the COVID piece, but like this whole like quarantine section is just. It's like too hard to watch. I totally agree. It very much felt like that. It's like, it's good to be aware and feel compassion and empathy for these people. But like, it is very hard to sit through it. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's kind of why I think that, you know, then they're trying to tell more of a narrative than I think really how bad it really is. Um, there was definitely an article online that like somebody from season one made it seem like they like edited it in a way where it seemed like it was worse than it was for him. So that's kind of where my head is at. Um, Like why would these sheriffs agree to have their prison on the show if they make it seem worse than it actually is? They did have a theory for that on the website I was on. I'll have to find it here quick. I think that's um, okay, right? Like, at least, like, with this sheriff was Reginald Brackett. You know, he's like, he's like, look, this is basically free consulting, right? So the co- county don't need to pay for it. And they get a report on, like, 
this is kind of how things are broke, you know? So I think if you look at it like that and we expect to find things are not going well, we know things are not going well. If you're transparent with that from the up, up front, I think you're okay with it. Right. Cause you're like, look, this is my job now over the next two years, we're going to fix this. Right. Like then well, if you don't I, fix it over two years or yeah, well, story. I think that the, I personally, I think there's a, two reasons here. One reason is, is that the prison itself gets money from A and E or whoever's producing this yeah. immediately. They get money so that like helps them fix some of their problems that they mm-hmm. like they need the money for. And then the second thing is probably more of a moral thing is like, oh, I'm on the show that makes prison look like the worst place on earth. So hopefully people will mm. like not go to prison. You know? Yeah, that's a good point. And yeah. it, it succeeds. Uh, whether like this is the worst prison ever, like. I All hope right. that he doesn't think that, but like he also right. does, like Reginald also doesn't have final cut <laughs> on this thing. So like, yeah. I don't, I assuming the other seasons are also as like hard hitting as this one. I imagine yeah. it, it's more of the like moral and like, he knows it's shit and he says it's shit. So like yeah. uh, he's setting the expectations, at least in the edit. Yep. That we right. Saw. Yeah. I imagine you, you, they have a good idea going into it, right? It's like, all right, you know, but this is the devil deal. Okay. Yeah. So uh, we meet a third person very quickly, which is Darius. He was in jail for 10 years for armed robbery. Oof, oof. Uh, he has a girlfriend named Katie, and Katie gives birth to their baby boy while he's in in a hotel to start the show. Yeah, it's dude, crazy. what what is this? Yeah, crazy. So this is where I'm like, they got it. Like this person has to be in here for the money. Like it's like when people go on a loan and they're like, I'm out here because like this money will give my kids a better life, right? And right. like that's the only this is literally the only reason he should ever be on the show, right? Yeah. Chris, what if they're blackmailing him? <laughs> sure. So like, it was either you know you I go to said- jail, I'm, I'm out of your life for ten years, or I go on this show for sixty days. Sure, yeah. <laughs> you just said that's the only way. I was like, there are other ways. All right, all right, Mister Writer over here. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, we don't actually get to see him go into prison, so we don't know his quarantine nightmare is like, but. Um, he's already in some sort of nightmare by missing the birth of his child, which I feel like that that's like a big moment. Like you don't really want to miss that. What if what if he wasn't into it? What if like he's squeezy? Maybe this is, was his whole plan. <laughs> I just think there's like fundamental emotional connection you have with his child if you see it when it's first born versus not, but. What do it I was know? surprising. It was surprising. Like, yeah. No, no one could probably speak to this better than anyone else here. Why is that, Chris? <laughs> probably. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure. But probably. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was just surprising, right? Like, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. I mean, they must just be like really strapped. And this is, again, like a, quick way to make some good money yeah i mean if this dude can make like 30 to 50 grand in 60 days versus 
you know, they never said what his job was. So, right. <laughs> you know, so, but yeah, totally. You can't, can't blame him for that. Yeah. So he's just mm-hmm. trying to provide for his family. And I think that that, yeah. you know, you end up in this whole like COVID hell hole, you know, at that point you gotta, yeah. you're going to stick it out. Yeah. So. Like I, I do wonder how this show is outside of COVID. Like is jail somewhat better? Right? Like, oof. Well, I'm sure regular jail is better than this, but like, is solitary confinement better than this? No. Yeah. Let's, yeah. It, it, you know, it might not have a lot of screaming people in it, but it might. Who knows? Mm. Well, mm. It depends on which one you're in. Yeah. I feel like one of the yeah. few benefits of solitary is you don't have other screaming people in your cell. <laughs> which right. are not in your cell, right. but like. <laughs> 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 tangential yeah. to your cell maybe yeah. it's not like they're gonna put water her waterproof soundproof cells they might there. it's I solitary <laughs> yeah maybe. i don't right? yeah but you know if you're you know i have to imagine some people designing these things do really want to like think these people are the scum of the planet so they really sure don't, like mm. want to help them that much and i think that mm. soundproofing them would I think it could go either way. You either want it or you don't want it. Because hmm. then if you can, if it ends up being like what we see in this episode, because like people are just randomly screaming, then that's yeah. torture. But if you can't hear anyone ever, and the hmm. only interaction you have is like people putting food in your like cell, that, that also right. seems like torture, right? Yeah, it's terrible. All right, uh, let's get into some questions. Uh, would, this, would this show be better as a TikTok or Quibi? I don't think it's thematically uh, correct for TikTok. Although I'm there so- are definitely, I've seen TikToks from inmates who've smuggled in phones and they just record themselves doing shit. I really? am swiping. Yeah. So fast on any of this content, so I don't think it would be a TikTok. But it would give you that break that you so deeply wanted. (laughs) The break between what my fun content, yeah, like so you get like this deep content and you go (laughs) with somebody making a sandwich. I don't need this content. That's I didn't know prison talk was a thing. Oh, it is. I I haven't gone that deep on it, but I've definitely like seen one here and there. Okay, prison talk. There you go. Wow! Like, uh, it, is has there been like prison YouTube and prison Twitter and prison Facebook, and now it's just moved to TikTok? I don't know if there's been like. Well, there was that like prison. That. There was that prison love show. So like, it probably was like mm. let prison letters, like some sort of penthouse mm. magazine style. But they have like letters from people in prison. Maybe. Do you think they have mm. prison Uber? <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> What are some drinking rules for this show? Hmm. Um, I don't know. What, what Finish your drink thing? when somebody taps out for a little bit. Oh, that, that, that's yeah. A good one. yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, I think you should also take some drinks when there's a fight. There's a fight. Yeah. Uh, take take a boot of beer every time you see orange sandals because you also own a pair of orange sandals. Every time they make some delicious fruit wine in the toilet, 
have a nice sip of some delicious fruit wine that you yourself have been fermenting in your toilet. Wow, that's okay. Really nice. we, we need we need some real rules. Um, anytime you see somebody's hands on the the jail bars, take mm. a drink. Mm. Anytime you see a stab wounds, take a drink. Well, there you go. Mm. Uh, this yeah. game, I th- this one, this would be a uh, a good show for the game where you put the mustache on the TV, and anytime it matches up with the, like somebody, yeah. you mm. take a drink. Have you guys ever done Very that? Very nice. I forgot about that game. Mm, no, but it sounds nice. Yeah, it works really well with like a talk show too, because like they'll Ooh. be in the same place a lot. Yeah. Uh, so let's do what we love about this show. Max, what do you love about this show? Uh, I think it's great that it really shines a light on some crazy shit out there in our not-so-beautiful nation. Uh, Noah, what do you love about this show? It's a peek into a life I have no understanding about. Um, and I think it's captured vividly. I don't know if it's accurate because I just don't know. But it's definitely vivid and it feels accurate enough that I believe in it. Uh, so I appreciate that. I'd say at least 50% accurate. Like, it was that what they show in this in this show feels terrible? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was terrible. But was it terrible 24-7? I don't know. But, you know, that's it. Uh, Brian, what do you love about this show? I kind of love that it showed that even ex-convicts can like like do something more like sometimes it feels like oh yeah you went to jail like things are over but this gave a little bit of like faith to people that like oh you can also like help others avoid the same fate Hmm. yeah Hmm. uh i mean i won't relitigate it but i I love that the show has like a a narrative and a tone that like has like a moral compass to it to like Hmm. show how bad prison can be and you know try to hopefully try to convince people not to do bad things to get into prison so uh that's what i hope they're trying to do besides making an entertaining show so we do a rating system we do a staggering system between top middle and bottom third shows compared to other reality shows brian what do you got for me i think i'm gonna put this solidly in the middle i was really uncomfortable during this but I still wanted to watch more, like enough that I wanted to check out episode two. And it's a lot. I wouldn't like binge this, but I may just watch it occasionally and be like, all right, I learned something new. Hmm. Max, what do you got for me? I think I would want to watch one like maybe halfway through the season just to get a real taste of what the show is like. Um, but hmm. the first episode, it was a little slow. It, it was really hmm. heavy material. Uh, I don't know quite how to rate it but i'm gonna go with like middle third top of the middle and yet i don't really want to watch that more mm-hmm. uh noah what do you got for me yeah I, this one's re- really tough like i reserve top for usually like i want to watch more of it and i will watch more of it um and i, I do want to watch more of this but i won't because there's so much content out there and I just don't have the luxury of watching content to feel educated anymore to a large part. Um, I watch content to just like kind of, you know, relax and chill and be entertained. And I don't, I don't know if I call this entertaining as much as more of like educating. So I'm going to break my rule here. I am going to put it in the top 
Um, but it's bottom of the top because it isn't going to pull me enough to watch it. But I think it's very well done and it's uh, very good for schools. I think they should probably show this in schools. Uh, this is instead of home act, we're going to have prison. What, what can go wrong in prison? I mean, well, it, it's like the scared straight. I don't know about you guys, like in high school. Yeah, um, the scared straight thing. Yeah. yeah. They, you know, I think this is, this is super effective. <laughs> you know, if you want to get the people like, hey, <laughs> watch out. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to put this in the middle. I think that, uh, you know, I think the show's produced really well. It has a strong narrative. It's got, you know, I think the shots are really good. I think everyone involved is doing a great job. Uh, but I think the whole COVID thing really throws this season in such a turmoil that like I, it can't be anything but a top third. It can't be a top third. And I don't want to watch any more of this, but I might watch like season eight. Like I might watch a different season to see how that kind of pans out because I don't want to see people in quarantine. I didn't want to see it yeah. three years ago, two years ago. I don't want to see it today. Uh, I think some of the worst shows we've seen have been quarantine style shows and I am out. Uh, so we're going to put it in the middle um, for that reason. And uh, that's it. Uh, tell us what you th- thought about the show on Twitter or X at who put this on. We'll have a poll on Twitter. Let us know if you, what you thought it was top, middle, or bottom third show. Um, now, we usually do some shout outs of other stuff we've been watching or doing. And I'm going to give a shout out to uh, Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. It's really good. I'm really enjoying it. I'm still playing it um, at over 100 hours. It's really fun. And I'm still doing crazy stuff. And the second shout out is It by Stephen King. Very good book. I that's a big book it is a big book i'm reading it reading with a podcast called kingslingers and uh it's pretty good i like i like it uh Hmm. brian any shout outs no new shout outs i'm just still trying to work through barry like i'm on the last season so yeah i'm excited to finish this it just keeps getting wilder man the show changes tone like every season it and really does. It gets like it gets like you know when you think you're going left and then you make a hard right. You're like, did I like that hard right or not? I'm not sure, but it was well done. I mean, I thought one and two were lighthearted enough, and then three and four definitely dipped more into like this is kind of hard to watch, but also I gotta know what happens. For sure, yeah. Uh, Max, you have any shout-outs? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to make a bit more of a dent in Zelda before Starfield Dust whatever comes out. Starfield? Starfield Dust? I think it's just Starfield. I don't yeah. think there's any dust part. Oh, I don't know. Stardust? <laughs> dust Fields? Stardust? Hmm. Isn't that an RPG? Yeah, whatever. Stardust Valley? <laughs> Stardust Valley. Uh, Noah, you have any shout-outs this week? God, this week. Um, let's see. So, I've been uh, listening to a book called called "The Lords of Easy Money." I'm just about halfway through. Um, Is that a children's book? 
could be a children's book. I actually, uh, some nights I read to my uh, babies um, Jerry Seinfeld's book of all his jokes, and I read them different jokes in the book. Uh, but this book, uh, The Lords of Easy Money, is about uh, quantitative easing and um, how the Fed manages money supply. Um, so, you know, really a page turner. Uh, but it's, <laughs> I enjoy reading it. Talk about um, torture. Oh, it's, it's really, it's well, well written. It's really, it's written <laughs> like would, business drama, you know. I would read a wiki article about that. Yeah. It, <laughs> yeah. The wiki article is the same thing. Yeah. I, I, I really like business drama books and like, like podcasts, like, uh, what's it called? Uh, Acquired, you know, I find it super entertaining. So, you know, I, I enjoy it. Um, so I'll give a shout out to that. And then um, I don't know if I shouted this out before, but uh, Poker Face on the Poker Face on the Peacock. It's pretty fun. Um, yeah, uh, I, I would recommend it. it. It's been a very enjoyable watch. Um, what was that show? It was like a it's like a show from like the 80s or 70s or something. Mm. Um, it's like pretty formulaic where you you know what the murder is right from the beginning and then you yeah. watch somebody figure out the murder and i just don't like that format i think that format seems very silly so you so you watch poker face i saw the first like three or four episodes yeah, yeah it, it's very much like that um, yeah, yeah i mean that's the show is the show is you find out the murder and then this, the main character figures out how that murder happened yep yeah but like it's I mean, well done. Like it's a very, it's like a very well done, well directed, well written. Like it's a great yeah. show. I just don't like that format. Totally. Like I very much get that. Um, and usually it's not as entertaining. Something about this, and I can't put my finger on it. It's just entertaining. Yeah. Or for for me at least, you know. For sure. And and yeah. that Jerry Seinfeld book is it called? Is this anything? Yeah. Exactly. Is this anything? Okay. Yeah. So I read them jokes from it sometimes. Um, they don't really get it. There's no pictures in it, so it's not as entertaining for them. Would you, yeah. would you expect them to get it? Ha, ha, actually, are there any jokes that have hit? No. So ah. the tough crowd. Error of so I, I just move forward in the book, right? I don't find jokes for them, so I just keep going. And it's like the book is broken out by decades, hmm. and so the era they've heard jokes is when jerry is really keen on um observation observational differences between men and women and um for some reason it doesn't really strike a chord with them uh, before we go uh mm. on that note is i created i took a tablet and i mounted mm. it in my bathroom and it is playing seinfeld 24 7 amazing <laughs> And it's is it really... real Seinfeld or like AI deepfake Seinfeld? No, no, it's just Seinfeld seasons one through nine on shuffle 24 seven. Nice. And it's just really fun to go and like you walk by the bathroom and you look in and you're like, oh, this is the episode where, you know, George buys the uh, the cashmere sweater with a dot on it. And you're like, yeah, that's yeah, funny. Yeah. And then you like walk on and you smile on your face just because. So do you have the volume funny. off and then when you go in, you unmute it? Right now, the volume is just always off. But I have some oh, ideas to upgrade okay. it to like put the volume on. But for now, it's just off. I try. What do you mean upgrade it? Like, what do you mean? Upgrade? Well, like, 
there's no real good way to turn the volume on. Like I have a Bluetooth remote that I found on Amazon mm -hmm. to like turn mm -hmm. the volume on, but like it doesn't have great Bluetooth connection. So like if you I see. like if you leave the remote on, the remote turns itself off and then doesn't yeah. reconnect to the tablet. And then if you leave it off and you turn it on, it doesn't necessarily auto connect to it. So there's like some yeah. electronics I'm gonna buy and look into figuring out if I can do better job than that. But yeah, I, it could I feel just like be a limitation of the Bluetooth tablet. I feel like you gotta create like a little Raspberry Pi button or just like a little app button on your phone that just meets and un unmeets, yeah, right? It's, 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 it's yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. You know, you go to the appy store, go to the, you go to the app clouds and you just click the buttons and it just does right. it for you. Right. Like this is, uh, this is how the world works. Yes. Right. Like, right Brian. This is I exactly just, how everything works. I'm going to go to the, can, I go to the chat GPTs and just have it, you know, the chat write, write things, writes it for me. I mean, all right. All right, we gotta go. I'm out of here. You're tired. Well, yeah, you, you, you're late, kid. Yeah, yeah. So you can find us on Twitter at Hoop with on. X, X. What show are we watching next week? No. Yeah, next no, week. What show, we're watching are, show next week. Which show are we watching next week, Noah? Next week, we're watching Welcome to the Furies. Furies. It's on the Netflix. Netflixes. The so Netflixes. Season one, episode one. We're yeah. gonna do it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, We'll sorry, see. at home with the Furies. At home. Oh, sorry. Thank you, Max. Yeah. Check the yeah, show. I was actually check check the show description. and It'll have the right wording. I was actually googling right now because I'm like, oh, I don't think I got the title right. <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> okay, you can email us questions, suggestions at at who put this on at Google Gmail. Who put it on? Uh, we'll see you guys next time. <laughs>